What is up, you guys? My name is Danny with a fat ass. Oh, you brought it back. My name is Irma with the fat ass titties. And this is Let's Talk Pendejadas. Oh, my Our God. final episode. Tear, tear, motherfucker. I am literally crying on the inside. We are crying on the inside because this is such a sad moment and I can't believe that this is going to end. I can't believe this is happening right now. <laughs> You know what? I'm over you. I'm not going to continue this season no more. Uh, Yola, uh, I need you to pay me my rate now. Uh, I actually pay charge double this year. <laughs> now, for all realness, though, guys, like this is going to be the last episode for this season. But don't think that we're going to stop here. Mm-hmm. We are going to continue on with season two. Hopefully, yeah. um, hopefully we come back in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you guys, I welcome excited. back to another motherfucking episode. Yes, he's horny today. Oh my god, dude, I'm so hot right now. Dude, we literally <laughs> drank the buzz ball before this. We no. were on live for a fat ass minute. Bitch, tell me why it was such a struggle for me to finish my makeup. I was literally struggling so fat with so bad with my face, like under my eyes started like lifting and shit. You know, I was like, you know what? It's okay. Like, You're like you know what? Good. I'm so fucking over this. I, I the co- the camera has a fucking softener. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like it's not like you could really tell, right? No. Right? I'm like, right, please, and please don't make me go crazy. But before we get started with this week's episode, porque tenemos muchas cosas de que hablar, and I'm like so excited for this last episode. So make sure to get your wine, get your beer, get your shots, get your, get your your blunt, whiskey, get your blunt, get your joint, your piece, your bong. Because <laughs> this is going to be a wonderful trip. It ah. really is, honestly. I'm excited for this episode because there's just a lot of juicy stuff to talk about. And it's just, you know, a great time to connect with y'all. It always is each time that we literally record these episodes. So I'm going to miss this for a few weeks. Hopefully you guys don't miss us and forget about us. But before we get started, let's go ahead and get started with Wine of the Week. I had the mosca passing by. It's right here. What are you doing? Um, But for this week's wine, we decided to do this Chloe. Chloe white wine. Mm. I've been craving a white wine for some fucking weird reason. We haven't been doing white wine for a minute. So this was great change. I love the packaging. It's so fucking cute. It is a Savigon Blanc. So, you know, it's going to taste real good. And we're going to finish this wine because I'm fucking excited. And you guys already know for this week's episode, since it is our last episode, we are finishing it off with a bang. And we got our charcuterie boards from our friends at Sunny CO. So make sure you guys follow them on Instagram and place your guys' order. Um, they're phenomenal. These charcuterie boards that she makes, honestly, they're fucking amazing. They're so cute. They're so filling. It's a perfect time for like brunch with the girls, hang out with the girls, or even bitch, just have it for yourself. For yourself. Yeah, the bitch, like? I fucking buy this whole ass box for myself. Literally, so. You exactly. don't even have to share anymore. Instead of ice cream, have this. It's probably even more protein, if anything. But I honestly. I'm always so grateful and so happy for those who supported us through this episode. Sunny's SSO, Miss, um, the one that did the chocolate strawberries for us. Thank you also to you. We like to support small businesses and stuff like that. So go ahead and place your order whenever you guys are ready. Mm-hmm. But I am ready to start chugging this motherfucking Wayne. I'm excited. So let's just start trying it already. Cheers. Aww. Okay, first of all, it does smell very clear like. Does it? Okay, let's see. Hey, look, I didn't clean these. I got my lipstick on this. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. Wow. This is what I needed, honeybee. This, this is, is what I needed, honeybee. Refreshing, not too strong, not too sweet. It's a Starbucks. It's literally the outside. Can I get a venti? <laughs> No, honestly, this is actually really, really good. You got a really good choice, friend. Thank you. Maybe oh this is going to be our new favorite. Loki, this is going to be our everyday mm-hmm. thing. I love him. Okay, honestly. so let's just go ahead and start off with this last week's episode yes. of Let's Talk Pendejadas. So let's actually start off from the way very beginning of how this podcast came about. Yeah. So realistically, the way that it came about was this was way, way before the podcast industry was mm-hmm. on. And I have a lot to say, honeybee. So oh, yeah. I wanted to make sure that I was heard. So <laughs> I wanted to do a podcast by myself. But I knew that I didn't have the followers. Or not only that, I didn't know that I I was scared. 
realistically you, I were, was scared. you were scared of what you were able to pull and like yeah what if people were gonna grasp enjoy onto it, it people yeah. were not gonna enjoy it so it took me a very long time to kind of just be like okay yeah yeah i want to do it and i'm gonna do it like there's nothing stopping me mm -hmm. so one day i kind of just started watching youtube videos on my phone of how to upload podcasts of what equipment you needed mm -hmm. and alan already had most of his equipment because he then he's he first started his podcast before i started mine yeah. um because he already had a sh his show not to the been the hadas um being uh, when it used to be uh the uh, igtv yeah that's crazy that yeah. was so long ago so when that all happened um he transitioned to a podcast he bought the equipment first and i was like mm -hmm. fuck it i was thinking about it i was like, like why not Jonathan, el dinero. Your boyfriend was very supportive about uh -huh. it. Alan was very supportive about it. He's like, babe, you know, I have the equipment here. Why the fuck not like use mm -hmm. this? Like, we are here to support each other. So I was kind of like thinking about what I really wanted to do and what I wanted to name it. Right. Hold on, because there's motherfucking pepperoni. Oh, what is it? Salami? Or nice and spicy. Wait, which one did you get it from? I think it was this one. Ooh, yeah. I think this one's pepperoni or. Oh but that show was nice and spicy. <sighs> Anyways, I was like thinking about a name for it and I never really thought about a name. And since Alan's podcast was called Noche de Pendejadas and I was like, bitch, he's my boyfriend. Yeah. We're all kind of in the same like um like branch of genre of content that we all do because we're all pretty much yeah. yeah, all the same. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. And I also thought of it and I have an idea if I put pendejadas on it mm -hmm. or something with pendeja on yeah. it. I knew that if people were looking up Alan's Noche de Pendejadas, that would pop up. At his least. would pop up and then ours would pop up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I said that, but before I even came up with the name, I actually wanted to have a host with me, a co-host. Mm -hmm. And at first I was thinking about um, Alan. Alan. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he was like, oh, shit, conflict of interest yeah. because I have my podcast and they're with the studio. So, like, I don't know what, what they would think. Yeah. So I don't think it would be a good idea. Then I thought about Ashley. Mm -hmm. But then I knew that she wasn't going to be down to do the work. Yeah. Now, I definitely motherfucking shot my shot with Irma. <laughs> and and um, let, let's just say that, like, it was very difficult for me to, like, grasp on to this type of work and what, you know, what Danny was trying to achieve for the podcast for not only him, but for the both of us, because he was very clear on the aspect of like, he wants not only him to succeed, but he wants to see me succeed. So he literally took that opportunity and he was like, hey, Irma, are you fucking down? Like this and this, this is what, you know, this is like the concept. This, this is, is what I was take. thinking about. This is what's like the idea, everything. And I was like, you know what? This sounds fucking dope. This sounds so much yeah. fucking fun. And then later, I'm down. Yeah, and later on. Then that's when I was like, okay, well, this is going to be the name of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I want to do with it, but let's jump ideas. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Irma loves wine and I love wine. Yes. We're wine connoisseurs now. So I was like, oh, my God. That's like literally a perfect match in heaven. And yes. I used to always watch Lohanthony's mm -hmm. video of the week. Dude. I Lohanthony's video of the week. I missed that but that was your little inspo for the wine of the week so i took that shit from lohanthony and i put it into my little spinoff of wine, wine of, of the, the week, week. <laughs> and you know that's kind of just kind of like the story of how let's talk when the halas kind of started yeah. now let's talk about during let's Dude. talk when the halas no, because yeah. Behind the scenes, there was a lot of drama. Honestly, and it was back and forth things that it was just, I can't believe we're still friends, vibes. No, honestly. honestly, you guys are going to be so shocked. So literally, like, when we were first starting off, like, I was just so surprised of how, like, how much work a podcast really think. Because people think that it's just like, okay, mics, cameras, put on a, ca like, record, and you're done. No, it's a lot more into that. And I feel like it just took me so long to like grasp onto that. It took me so long to actually think like, oh shit, this is actually like kind of a job and a thing and not like just a thing that I could just leave off to the side. Cause no joke, it's so much fun filming with you. It's so yeah. much fun. Just recently, just recently, and me and Irma, well, not, not me and Irma. It was yeah. kind of like more in <laughs> Irma where I was putting in her perspective that 
We are very privileged, yes. and I will say that very mm-hmm. much proudly. I like I know that I am privileged that we got a platform handed to us yes. very easily. And a lot of people have to grow from zero. And, you know, kudos to you that you are growing. (laughs) Keep going and keep going and keep going. And, you know, me and Irma have never been like, oh, um... I don't want you to grow. Oh, I don't yeah. want you to grow. I don't want this. It's no. always been supportive, like with each other. And the thing is with Danny, like he always would help me and like give me these tips and give me this advice and everything so much to help me. But me as a person that doesn't like to receive help, that wants to do things individually and like doesn't feel like when I get help, how I personally feel is that I'm being weak and I don't like I'm just being fucking dumb and shit. But no, he's give he gave me this advice throughout this whole time when we were like first struggling. Well, not struggling, but like me struggling with let's talk pendejadas and keeping this basically together and like cherishing it as a baby, like how he was with his advice. It helps so much to realize, fuck, like. I need to do this. Like, this is so much fun. Why am I just going to let it fall and, like, not let it grow as how it has now? Like, look at us. We're, like, fucking 43 episodes in, bitch. Mm -hmm. And, like, for you to have this patience and... Well, you know what? Something that definitely taught me during this podcast was patience, for sure. Yeah. And it definitely did teach me a lot of um, appreciation for the type of people that can support me because I like things a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it's not because, oh, like, Danny, you have to have it a certain way or or I want to be in control. It's not that. It's just... You have a vision. I have a vision. And if the vision is there, I want it to be visible yes and you know and the good thing that every single time that irma was editing the podcast even still now Mm -hmm. there's days where irma doesn't want to edit the podcast and i'll be like friend that's fine like i can edit it and i'll probably be done with it a lot faster than Mm -hmm. you will but every single day irma learns something new and And i I always teach her something new today she learned something completely new that she thought that she learned but i guess she didn't or she forgot or whatever the reason one and it always is the thing is like i just have a fucking shitty ass mind and like i just have a really horrible memory and like i guess for me personally it's just an issue that i pick and choose what i want to (laughs) remember it's just how my mind works and stuff and like it just made me realize i was like damn bitch like there's so much potential and so much shit that we can both do together that like, bitch, it's it's crazy to see each other just succeed in that case. To be mm-hmm. honest. I just appreciate like how I just appreciate that we're in this position together, that we literally grew from what we were like. Well, let's actually with talk first. about let's actually talk about one of our biggest fights that we had here on yeah. Let's Talk Banana Das. Yeah. Where pretty much I and I'll see if I can find the tweet so I can yeah. post it right here. <laughs> but I posted that I wanted to cancel Let's Talk Bendejadas. Yes! Uh-huh! And the only reason why I really wanted to cancel Let's Talk Bendejadas was because of our 420 episode. That was literally like, yes, I know, I fucked up. That's how badly I fucked up the fucking podcast for that moment. Because literally I had one fucking job i just had one job at that moment just and yes job. i could have i could have edited it no but, but like, it's like it, irma why had, do you have to constantly remind was, me because at that point that's when you were already like girl i'm reminding you too much we're already a few episodes in you should already get the hang of it but me being the mensa don't be coming at danny or anything because i know how you bitches I, work but it's me as the mensa like i just wouldn't fucking like grasp onto it and i just was being fucking pendeja like i was just being like and shit so like that was for sure like i will forever say a moment that i regret but for sure a moment of realization that bitch i need to get my shit together because mm-hmm. after the conversation that we had after that because the night when we were coming back from the house i think after i went home or something and then after that we didn't talk for like a few days or something no i think we didn't talk for two weeks yeah for two weeks mm-hmm. we didn't talk and, and that was- i was just completely over it yeah. like i was just like as a friend, like, no matter what it is, like, let's say Irma had her own business. Yeah. Me, as a friend, I would support her in her business and yes. give her everything that she wanted. Literally. Maybe Irma doesn't realize, didn't realize that back then. Now mm-hmm. she does realize it. For and sure. that's, that's a great thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. she evolved and she realized her mistakes and stuff like that. But yeah. what I'm more trying to say is, like, it should have been taken care of. Like, if you really loved your friend, like, you should have been like, okay, like, I'm going to take care of it. Yeah. Because it, he not only was looking out for himself, but he was also looking out for for 
me, yeah. which is Irma. You and know what I mean? It really was that. And I'm like, and always- every single time this podcast, I have always tried to look for any type of opportunity I can. That's the reason why we have sponsors on this uh, these episodes oh, is yeah. because we were able to get a sponsorships. And I tried to look everywhere to grow this podcast. Right now, we're in a niche where it's like we're not where it's popular and it's not popular. It's like right there in the middle, but like yeah. we can go higher and higher and yeah. higher and higher. And that's always the end goal is to succeed and be and Better. achieve your goals yeah. or exceed your goals. And um yeah, I feel like this episode has this this season, season has yeah. taught taught us a lot. What was like <laughs> your favorite episode? Honestly, probably my favorite episode <laughs> would probably be the ones where we like talk about our little like sex stories and like our little hookups and stuff cuz honestly, I don't know if it's just me, but I enjoy talking about the sex mm. like no matter what it's just always an interesting and amazing topic to c- talk about i don't know why people s- make it seem weird or if it's not normal like girl we're human beings like we're like animals we like to fuck right. <laughs> that's literally uh, what we do we reproduce. i feel like if you're scared of sex is because like you haven't you had have sex. an experience ah. no and you probably just had the, the worst experience and you just didn't have a great experience yeah, and honestly too. just one bad experience could definitely like ruin alter the way that you think about certain exactly. things for so sure just, but i feel like sex should definitely be a normal topic to mm-hmm. talk about anywhere honestly. like right now tmi you guys um but like i me and my mom have been trying to talk to my little brother about you know the the whole puberty puberty stuff. and yeah. like the sex it's talk and stuff like that and my mom doesn't want to have this conversation uh, yet but i feel like it should be a time but i shouldn't step any boundaries because i'm not a parent and mm-hmm. i don't know but i feel like if i was in noah's age i would have definitely felt more comfortable to like get that talk already okay um but you know to each his own do you want to like did you want to have that conversation with your parents like going Honestly, into seventh grade i never really had that conversation oh with my really parents. okay no because i because my parents were never vocal about that kind of stuff and like it was just always an awkward, awkward. convo like it was just so you ha- learned how to like have sex by yourself literally no i literally learned on my own i discovered the websites on my own everything on my own like and you know what i'm not i'm gonna throw somebody under the bus a sixth grade friend uh, she literally sent me a text message she's like hey check out red tube do you remember red tube honey that was do shit. i remember <laughs> i still go huh <laughs> Bitch, does it really still exist? Can you garlic try this? Garlic. I think so. Do you want me to try it? It smells like garlic. Okay, good. That's why I was like. <laughs> no, yeah. So, like, I literally discovered everything on my own. Like, I was just very, like, okay. But then when they tried to have that convo with me again, I was already a little bit older. I was already kind of in high school. So, I was just like, mom, like, if I really had had something, I would have been pregnant by now. So, like, then, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, you should have definitely had that conversation going into, like, seventh grade vibes. Because true. that's when you start learning. Kids are intelligent. That is as true. much as you guys want to say kids are not intelligent or, or they won't learn smart. it like they're smart like no exactly kids, they're smart they know how to manipulate shit they know come on they're kids they could do anything and they'll be like getting away out of any fucking situation like girl come on is it good oh i'm about to fucking die right now i had the sex talk um maybe they are probably sixth seventh grade when i already had like the puberty um videotape shown in sixth grade uh-huh. um but the only reason why i had to have the puberty talk is because my mom found porn on my phone oh my but god but she didn't tell me that she found porn she just kind of told me that <laughs> she, it's like old. no she's like okay well like if you're go get a banana <laughs> there's condoms in the medicine drawer wait so oh duh because you weren't like you didn't you were already out by then with your mom or not yet no not yet so okay that made sense she was like get the condoms mm-hmm. make your protection mm-hmm. and you're here just like mom i'm never gonna get anyone pregnant i'm like mom <laughs> i actually take it up the ass uh, literally but of course it's always good that she did show you about the protection because of course anything still could happen no but see that's what. what i'm saying it's like i got it at sixth grade so that's i should crazy. agree that my mom should be telling her my brother at this you time and i have no i have no motherfucking damn Hold say that's good. bomb as fuck right <laughs> um i have no say in it because it's like he's my brother yeah. and like he should m- my mom should 
teach him yeah. her ways. It's I'm not a parent. I don't know anything. But anyways, one of my favorite episodes for sure. One of my favorite actually like series was um the let's talk when the hell has spooky edition the costumes dude our costumes look so motherfucking like cheap as fuck <laughs> janky as shit man dude the fucking, ha- fucking halloween store was fucking <laughs> these halloween costumes are expensive no honestly and I- y'all want to fucking just give me paper no i'm mad about the my pickle one because bitch that pickle shit was so thin so flimsy i felt so like fucking like just like square nah like, dude that shit was stupid yeah, it was but, honestly like i don't even know why i keep buying costumes every oh single fucking year honestly but which one was your favorite costume to wear <sighs> it was for sure the scream one i yeah. like the scream one a lot mm-hmm. and um you know something about the podcast episode that uh we didn't even address and we're gonna address now was the fact that we had serial killers on our wall yeah or murderers on our mm-hmm. wall now i'm gonna address it really fucking quick yes I did see it on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Pinterest so I didn't think friend. it was a bad problem. <laughs> yeah. But people were like, oh, why would you put them on the wall? You're like worshiping them. Yeah, you're like trying and, and like, everything. Oh my God. I, I, I'm I telling, didn't know. I was, we were telling stories about these murderers. So like we, we were, thought, we wanted a picture to go along with it. Yeah. Like we just thought that we would give you guys like visuals for those who watch it on like the YouTube channel. And, and I stuff. feel like during the time it was when the Jeffrey Dahmer thing was going on. So I definitely understand why yes. it was such a sensitive topic. hundred percent. But in that sense, I don't think I was doing it in a negative way. First no. of all, I thought it was aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Like, but- I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Like, I definitely understand where y'all are coming from, but for sure, for sure the Halloween episodes we know we are going to be bomb this year. We don't have jobs in October. <laughs> no, dude, it's bitch. So it's this year be we will year. try to go like hard as fuck. When let's talk when the Hadas comes back, we're gonna try. We to are do gonna do extreme fucking bitch. shit that we never thought before. Shrek and Fiona. Uh, <laughs> i'm like that's a preview uh. <laughs> no for real i could just imagine the uh, special effects and everything we should definitely record a video that day before mm-hmm. we do it like us getting like <laughs> you're like going mm-hmm. to uh-huh. dude daddy has a thing where like if you guys <laughs> don't know or don't realize daddy has a thing that he does a lot like being touched whenever i have moments where i touch him he's just like why are you touching me but anyways no honestly the fucking Halloween ones were so iconic. I really can't wait until we get back to October season two for our Halloween season once again. But can we just talk about how it's been nearly or already a year since we have not had a job? Dude, it's for well, for me, but, it's actually been a, a whole year since. Yeah. But a corporate job, guys. I'm talking about corporate. Yeah. I it's been a whole so my papers expired in August. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, here's a huge little fucking update about my papers. Oh yes, give us currently I am getting everything fixed to file for my residency. Please. So you guys please pray down below. Please cross your fingers. Get some positive energy. Like we need I that. Need it. As of right now, I still don't have my permit. So the United States government is a piece of fucking shit because Literally. they don't want to hurry that shit up one and they claim to have so much money and so much employees might have fucking well that shit should be easy to do exactly um but i definitely understand patience is key and i definitely understand all of that i just wish the government would understand us as human beings yes because if i didn't have the privilege like i've said earlier Mm -hmm. to have a platform to make money in where i don't need to have a work permit or Mm -hmm. maybe it it is attached to my work permit but that youtube doesn't doesn't flag it or, or for whatever the reason or is. anything whatever the no, reason yeah. is i was privileged to be able to bounce back on my feet yeah but as a regular american or a regular i'm Person. sorry not american america a regular american duh uh, a regular undocumented like undocumented you. person didn't have the opportunity that i had that makes me sad. Yeah. That makes me so fucking sad. You know, I had another influencer hit me up that had the same situation as me. Uh, and um, 
they didn't have the the opportunities that I have, like, of course, like, all the other opportunities, um, and they were like, oh, shit, I don't know what to do, like, and I was like, this is what you can do if I can help you, like, let me know, yeah. but you, you can, you just open your eyes and see, like, fuck, you are privileged, Danny. Mm -hmm. You are privileged as fuck and you have this opportunity and others don't and that makes me so sad. Yeah. And that's why I don't have a problem with talking about it. I don't have a problem with as talking about because it's what crazy other how, like, people can yeah. get helped with. Exactly. And the thing is that I'm happy that you're able to open and vocalize on this because it's a huge, huge issue. Like, a lot of people are in your same shoes and honestly, like, it's hard. It's so hard to be in that position just imagine like uno like one that's privileged and shit like we won't understand how the fuck it is like not being able to find a job like it you know what i take that back it's kind of like how my parents were it's literally how our parents literally struggled and stuff like we have this amazing opportunity to make money to be on our social media and to you know let people in our lives dude and give us this opportunity to pay for our stuff, to have this roof under our, like, heads, to, or under, bitch, to have this roof over our heads, to have food and everything, and, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's it's why, just it's just, a, like... Thank you to you guys. Yeah, honestly. for sure. Thank, thank you, you to, to you, guys. you guys for giving us this opportunity and giving me the opportunity to yeah. still survive because it's really much that's what it is. Um, and I appreciate it a hundred percent. I am oh grateful. Yes. I loved you, <laughs> and that's why I will be sucking your chichi al rato. Yo quiero fat free milk. Gracias. I I can't provide that. So <laughs> you're like I'm full of it. I'm <laughs> full of it and expired. <laughs> No, no, but, but for, all realness, this uh, yeah, goes. no. Um, so right now with the whole update on my thingy, it's just I'm applying for my residency, and yeah, hopefully you know everything goes good. And um, yeah, but yeah, dude, it's been a whole ass year. And the other day, I was kind of thinking about it. If I really did, when I get my papers, yeah, if I will go back to a corporate job yeah. because you on the other hand have the opportunity to be like hey you know what tomorrow i want to apply to best buy and maybe even I, get I the mean, job I no yeah. it really is that it's just how crazy how papers make a huge difference in your fucking life now that you've been out of your how long has it been so i got fired in january beginning of the fucking mm -hmm. year after literally calling out i think it was four times in three weeks mm -hmm. that i called out they really were like sunday the, the, the girl you fired you gone so january february march april may june july august july six months it's been half a year bitch half a year since i have been fired and i'm gonna say fired from my corporate job because of the responsibility of course that i did have i will forever be grateful for the opportunity that you guys have gave me because honestly yes the six months low-key it was a little bit of a struggle I feel like I am still a little bit struggling now, but it has been improving a little bit more in the social media. Like, thanks to you guys once again for the sponsors that I've been getting. I'm literally going to be uploading two videos soon for a sponsor that I'm going to be paying for for like over a grand, which is going to be helping so much with catching up with my car payments, with just keeping track with my phone and like just with everything, honestly. So I'm not going to say it's the easiest but so far, I know that this has helped me a lot in a sense of improving as a person and realizing a person, realizing the person that I am and, and that want I to need be. and want to be and what I need to change because I know I have a lot of problems. I know I'm a problem. So it's just like losing my job, I feel like was the perfect opportunity for me to grow besides from like the previous stuff that's happened and stuff. But this was for sure like a huge, huge reality check. Mm -hmm, for sure. A huge reality check. So literally as of today, I am so grateful. And so like literally at that point, this made me realize like, would I go back to corporate? Fuck no. I'm sorry, but like if I ever do go back to corporate though, girl, I'm taking advantage of that to the fucking house down boots bitch like i am gonna be well i always have i've always taken shits during my fucking like hours i will take advantage with corporate jobs because at the end of the day 
they don't care about you. They just see you as a number. They just see you as a little symbol. If they see that you're not doing good, bitch, don't think that they could just fire you and find somebody else that's going to be better. Like, if you're putting your full effort into this and you're getting, like, promotions, go off, queen, because that's when you know you're actually in a good corporate job. But if you're in the corporate job where you've been there for fucking years, bitch, and I mean years, those are the jobs that piss me off. When you're there in years busting your ass off putting so much work and effort giving these ideas and like all this shit never me (laughs) and like you're still in the same position they're not literally appreciating anything of your work they're not appreciating your work ethic so it's just like what's the point like is there really any good corporate jobs out there like and if there was i feel like there's just very little or if there is it's just mainly like small businesses because I feel like small businesses, the people who are actually owning... They understand, they understand as they a human. Know. At the end of the day, I just never would go back to corporate. And if I do, then shit, that's all me, bitch. Like, that's my fault if I go back to corporate. So if you see me at a fucking, I don't know, back to Goodwill, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's up? Come get a discount. No, for real. I'll give you free shit. Uh, you know what? Go back to the donation center. I'll give you whatever they have. <laughs> no, but for sure the other there's been two realizations where I've kind of been like, oh fuck, I'm not gonna go back to work. Yeah. I'm not gonna go back to a corporate yeah. job. Yeah. Look, I've had such a toxic work environment mm-hmm. with T Mobile, and I'm and now I'm gonna say it because I haven't been with them for over a year. That's so cool. I love T Mobile. T Mobile has the greatest benefits. They have your your fucking plan is discounted to the max. No, for real. Like, they take care of their employees. Don't get me wrong. No. Now, low key, BS aside, no, sorry. But low key with the benefits, if I did end up staying, because my original plan was to get the sleeve through my insurance while I was working at T Mobile. And right when I was starting the process and about to fucking book my appointment, bitch, that's when they fired me. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, go back to you. Sorry. <laughs> but um, no, 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 it's okay. I had such a toxic environment with management. Mm hmm. And um, management never valued me as a person, and they didn't value value me as a as a employee. as an employee. And they never gave me the opportunities that I know for a fact that I well deserved. And they gave opportunities to others just because they felt like it. And I felt like there was definitely favoritism. No, yeah, and you know what? That's crazy. They would even leave you the manager duties itself, like oh, closing by yourself, mm-hmm. opening by yourself as a rep bitch a sales rep and not a sales and not a manager like that already shows a lot about your work ethic of how much work and effort that you put into this job your quota because of course like t-mobile goes off quotas and how much you sell and shit was so like high to the like you were literally the top one in the store it says everything you were always in the top tier for sure every single time i i had a job i would always be like if i'm not the top i'm not working here no and you know what you would even get talked about in other stores i don't i, don't know I, would, I would always be the that. name of the fucking mm-hmm. town and yeah no it I'd really be a was ah. you're like i always heard yeah no but for <laughs> For sure, I was definitely like super confident about my job and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just super upset that the fact that they didn't value me as an employee and the management didn't either. So that's why I was super happy when I got let go. Um, and the best opportunity for me to start my social media career because I definitely wanted to have that social media career, but I didn't know where to start. Yeah. Um, and my job was definitely holding me back. With that being said, being the day that I finally realized that I love what i do now mm-hmm. was one day me and irma were filming let's talk in the house and irma goes to me and and i tell her i was like bitch i'm drunk she's like i'm drunk i love that we do this and i literally kind of just put two and two together who the fuck who the fuck who the fuck who the fuck has a motherfucking job like that no honestly like who can be able to be like i just drank wine with my best friend and we literally just had a cheese man yeah and um, talked to you a guys. lot of people no really it really is like no bitch. honey nobody and that's why i always say that we're privileged and that's why i always yeah. say that we take advantage of what we have and then also the benefit of that is that you don't have anybody on your ass telling you what the fuck to do you're your own boss you're your own fucking boss and you if you want to create it however the fuck you want to create it is the way that it's gonna fucking go yeah. And, and uh huh. And I, the other day that I kind of realized it, um, was the day that I was like, 
I was like, oh, I don't want to end a Disney and Tim video. <laughs> I'm like, girl, snap the fuck out of it because that's like, disgusting. No, yeah. I, was, really I literally fucking told myself, I was like, Danny, who the fuck gets to lay in their fucking bed and edit a YouTube video? Yes. And not only that, not only that, not only, it's not about just the editing, okay? Mm-hmm. Be able to put funny stuff or stuff that you enjoy yes. in your videos. Yeah. Think about it this way. Think about your hobby, okay? Mm-hmm. Think about it this way. Your hobby is to fish. So imagine if you start like like learning like little knickknacks about fishing and or little and hacks or like stuff like that. You guys have always known I worked for T-Mobile because I like techie stuff. Yeah. You love, bitch, your world revolves around tech shit now. So like this is like the perfect opportunity. So as of now, I don't complain about my life. Yeah. As of right now, I'm very happy with my life. Very much. I might be sad in certain moments, but it's a sad day, not a sad life. Yeah. So, like, I I will always cherish the moments that I have. And this is why I love Let's Talk Men and Have Us because of that very much reason. Um, Don't get me wrong. Um... This this so and so called job mm-hmm. because I hate calling it a job low key because yeah. it's like <laughs> we don't like the word job like it just looks ah, like I'm like corporate no no I feel like no. the reason why I don't like saying like that social media is a job it's because I like having fun on social media yeah. so it's this not a is, job to me this, this is, is my hobby yeah hey. it's a hobby it really is a fucking mm-hmm. hobby <laughs> ah bitch with grass <laughs> it definitely comes with its benefits yeah. but. A lot of people really don't really talk about the negative about um, social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to the negative about social media, people kind of have a tendency of like, oh, you're complaining about the privilege that we have. If they you say- are complaining about the privilege that you have, then you're you're actually you're complaining, but you're not. Um, how do you say it? You're not putting in the. No, no, no. You're not. Um. You're not confessing that you're privileged yeah. to what you're complaining. Like for to. example, it's crazy is that people think that social media is like easy. As mentioned, you know, pulling out the camera for it the is, podcast. But, but just remember, it is easy. It is. It is. If easy. you love doing what you it, love doing, it's easy. It's easy. It's yeah. definitely easy. But, those, but as you keep growing and as you keep I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit down and be and hear and be a complaint fest and be like, Oh, social media is so big. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, no, girl. Like social media is fucking easy to do. You mm-hmm. just kinda have to be committed, just like how you have to be committed to a gym, just like how you have to be committed to learning how to cook you just like how you're committed how- to be having an education yeah. it's all of that it's all just commitment it's all just um uh consistency yeah. it's all just all that it really but is it, w- with the consistency just like when you go to the gym for example oh, and when oh, you're all drunk no. just like consistency like when you go to the gym no matter if you're consistent you love the way that you look and you yeah. love the 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 um results the, yes. of what you're getting you're but at the end going. of the day you're still going to complain about it. Oh yeah. my God, today I have to go to the gym. It's a daily thing that you mm-hmm. do. But sorry to interrupt, but no. go ahead. No, honestly, but it made me realize the other day I was like doing so much. Like literally in one day or even just. yeah. No, it was one day. Yeah, it was just one day, girl. Like I was working. I worked out. I woke up early. I did so much shit. Did I film that day? I don't know. Yeah, I you did film. And I you edited filmed, your YouTube video. And I you edited. edited like it was so much that I got done in that fucking day, dude, that no joke, I felt so overwhelmed. Like, I don't know what, like, literally at first I was like, oh my God, why am I feeling this way? Like, this is something that I like enjoy and like everything, but it's just like so much happened in one day that I don't know, for some reason, I just felt so overwhelmed and so like, stressed I like out. I, I was, literally felt stressed out and I felt like I was going crazy thinking these thoughts. I'm like, what the fuck and is going on? And you were probably thinking it? like, oh, uh, this isn't going to get done. Yes. Like, oh my god, so much is going on yes. that how am I going to get so much done? Mm-hmm. And I was just literally going like kebabble in my head to be honest that at that night I texted Alan and Danny in a group chat. I'm like, "Hey, like I'm feeling so overwhelmed. I'm feeling this and feeling that, I'm feeling this and feeling that." And it's just put me in a realization of like This is how the work is if you want to put social media as your full-time job. 
And not only that, even even not just social media. If you want to start your own business, if you want to start anything with it yourself always, to be your yeah, own job, yeah, your own you boss will take so much energy mm -hmm. into you. So it that really day, Irmo kind of just I realized didn't how much energy it would take out of me, bitch. Because at the end of the night, dude, when I was just like sitting in my car, I was like, oh, my God, like. What the fuck what just the happened? What the fuck just happened with my day, man? Like, I literally could, I literally was so hard for me to process. Like, what the fuck just happened? And that's why I had to text him because I was like, am I going crazy or is this like normal for me to feel this way? And it just astonishes me in a sense of like how Alan handles this. Because let's just imagine just me one day, one day out of the whole fucking year that I do this shit. And I'm feeling overwhelmed. Just imagine how all these other creators feel that do this. Or on not a only that, just imagine how basis. small businesses, like they probably, small businesses wake up every single morning yes. and they check their orders. And mm -hmm. once they check their orders, they'll check package the emails, their orders. Customers' responses. Yes. Like everything. It's a lot. Everything. It's For sure. so fucking much. And, and that's why I always kudos to small businesses. Yes. Like to people that want to start whatever mm -hmm. they want to start because for sure it takes a lot of your energy for sure it, really it takes a lot is. of your effort and this is why we take the opportunity to like you know help our friends like like sunny's sco like because small businesses because we understand yeah a hundred percent we understand and that night just made me realize so much and i was like damn like this is what people deal with on this everyday basis and this is okay well, you know what the and this is what you know what? It's rather to feel this way than feel like I'm not doing anything and feeling depressed, feeling like I'm not doing shit, yeah. feeling like I have nothing to do with my life. As I mentioned before, I feel like I have no hope in my life. But now that this has been going and this has been going on, it made me realize like, wow, like I actually have potential and I actually have something to live for and do something for myself. Well, man. you guys, you guys know something that the other day I had a real conversation with Irma. Yeah. And I literally told and her, I literally I sat her down and I go, hey, Irma, you know, the other day I was kind of just like thinking about, um, you and like what you want to do for yourself you know yeah, like social that media was after the moment where i was like i feel like i have no hope or whatever yeah, yeah. in my life and, and i was like what do you want to like is there something like let's say for example let's say have you ever thought about wanting to start your own business yeah and my thinking was like, you know, Irma, and you guys know from a couple episodes ago, Irma said that she really never thought about her future. Yeah. She kind of was just going on day by day yeah. and like whatever going it with is. The flow, yeah. you know. And if you really think about it, all of us as human beings, we always, we never live day by day. Yeah. We actually live, as a human, you should live from your past, learning from your past, living in your, in your present and Living, as you learn from your past for the future exactly yeah exactly it's very much that mm -hmm. and that day i asked her i was like irma do you see yourself ever owning your own business yeah. and she kind of thought about it and she told me about it and i literally got so happy at that moment and i was like irma like i'm not gonna be hopefully you don't take this the wrong way mm -hmm. but this is the only way that i can say it yeah is this is the first time where i finally saw you wanting something for like, yourself very excited but only not only because of that but you brought that inspo to me mm -hmm. Because you were the one that brought it to me, like oh, the the idea and stuff. Like literally, I'm gonna give credits to Danny and Alan because both of them always try their best to like bring that spark back into me. Oh my god, I don't want to. No, it's okay. But let, here, I'll I'll change the topic for you. One anyways, thing that I'm gonna say is like today with me and me and my friend Kevin, we kind of talked about our parents. And as um, parents that are, you know, undocumented, yeah, um, they were scared. They were scared to build a business. Yeah. They were scared to buy a house. They were scared to get a car. Mm -hmm. They were scared to get a job, bitch. And it's always fear that. And it's always away, been man. fear that has hit our Latino culture. Yeah, and has always triggered us to not be able to prosper. So for all the Latino culture that has been able to prosper and buy their own house and buy their own property or be give their own, so I mean, kudos to you because not a lot of people do it. And, and not even that, 
even just provide for your family, bitch. And something that I had, something that Kevin also put me in my head was like, he's like, I'm actually not working for myself. He's like, as much as I think about it, I, I work for my two daughters. And mm. he's like, I don't work. I, it's not about working for my two daughters. Like, it's not just that. Like, me as a parent, now I see that I have a privilege to g- give my children the best. More, the best that I couldn't give. Yeah. Because my parents implemented this fear. But I'm not going to let that fear let get that to get to me. Now I'm going to move on with my life and be able to have my daughters grow into something. Yeah. If I have a business, I want my daughters to run that business and have their daughters run that business. You basically want your daughters to be your inspir- okay. the inspiration. They want You want the daughters basically you want your not your daughters you want your children to be like if i want a business if i want it i I can't have to work for it Mm -hmm. and i can get it yeah and i can get it you want to be the inspiration for your children for the ones who look up to you because at the end of the day everybody who are younger are always going to look up for the older ones and be like wow like they have so much you want them to be able to believe that they can do something instead of like as me little irma Oh, like life is it is like okay. Well, that's like, because you got taught like that, and you know? if, and if you really think about it, our it's the same thing with my mom. My mom is still wants to find the opportunity, but unlike your Mexican parents, since they're very used to living the life that they live, they, they kind of just want to yes. They their life it. is over. Yeah. Like, like, okay, this, like, like okay, all I have to do is We have a roof under wake. their roof. Like they have a roof under their heads. Like they have food. They have a place to sleep in. We did our job as a parent. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me sad because I'm like, they could do so much more. But they that's could, why yeah. that's why every single day I work this this morning, I kinda um I I have been doing something lately. <laughs> and um but and I just don't so want to keep an eye out. <laughs> but um something that I just wanna tell you guys is that I don't I don't wanna I work for myself, but I also work for my family. And I never will say that I work to provide for my family. Because as a human being, you should let your family prosper. Yeah. But will I say that I want to be able to give my mom whatever the fuck she wants? Absolutely. Every fucking... Every, anybody who has a parent in their life that they love and cherish and always wants to do the best for that their they can. Parent for their parents and the reason why i want to give it to my parents is because my parents didn't have the opportunity that i have yeah so that's why i will always say that i have a privilege and i will give that privilege to my family yeah and that's really much what it is is like i'm working for myself let me work for myself i might not be able to hang out with my family like i get so much fucking backlash from my family right now where they're like oh why don't you hang out with us or why don't you hang out with us like why don't you make time time for us and i'm like I'm sorry, like, You're it's not that I don't want to hang out with you. I would love to hang out with you 24-7 every day. Always, but I've always not, been a family person. Yeah, but at, at this very point in time, like, if I don't do something for my life now, then what it's else is there? It's not going to get done. And not what only else? that, every single day is a different day. Really you can is. die tomorrow. And if, I, if you die tomorrow, like, let's say to my family vibes, God forbid, mm-hmm. but if my family dies tomorrow and I wasn't able to accomplish what I did, what the fuck? Que voy a dejar. Like, what am I going to be able to... I know that I'll be able to work for myself, but my ideal goal was to work for my family. And that's that's all every Latino kid wants. Literally, they just want... any type of kid. They want to be able to take care of their parents financially free. And not only that, be able to finally take care of them after all the work and the effort that they've done just for you to be able to live in the position that you are Mm -hmm. today. And, girl, and oh something like... something that I can say for sure a lot of our Latino parents or even any type of parent have always forced it to be like mijo or mija go to school you know graduate you know get a degree yeah do prosper for and yourself that's literally what my parents still expect Pero, but you guys like... ev- there's so many different forms of success yes no matter what type of success there is it's not always school it's not always education it could be stripping yeah it could be only fans and don't ever feel ashamed for doing that kind of stuff because at the end of the day as long as you're being able to pay your bills you're able to provide your own roof you're able to provide your own food and at the end if you're able to provide for your family 
you're good. Yeah, you're good you're for sure. And even if it's the minimalist, I'm not saying like you have to provide for your family. It's as long as if you're happy with what you're as doing. As long as you're financially free, that you can be able to provide for what your, you want the to do. You love. Yeah. You're so, you're good. You're set. And you're that set. is happiness. And that is happiness. It's crazy how people say money can't buy you happiness, happiness, but unfortunately, that's the life that we live in. We have a lot of goals and we have a lot of things to work on. Yeah. And that's why um, we are super excited for our next journey. Yes. Um, that's that's kind of just like exciting things that are going on. <laughs> and like just and upcoming. And this is just like literally what, once again, what this podcast had made us realize. And because made us once we realize, think, you realize. No, for sure. Because as mentioned, you guys are our therapy. You guys literally... And not only that, me and Alan... Me and Alan... Me and Irma have always... Um, I have always taught Irma to never, ever gatekeep and always be humble and yeah. always give the information or give your happiness to others and and when i say that i say that in a very genuine way of like let, right now i'm in a very happy mindset yeah. so i'm gonna share my joy and the way that i got happy so i can give you guys happiness and maybe help you guys a little bit mm -hmm. and i feel like this is a ted talk about yeah. girl girl <laughs> it's been just like it's been a, a good one it's been a real good one honestly and like after these drinks after the fucking boss ball after this fucking wine I had a great night. And I had an amazing night. Like, honestly, it's been fucking great. And thank I'm you so happy. much to Sunny SM. Yes. But yeah, other than that, guys, thank you so much for fucking watching this episode. I fucking, we both appreciate every single one of you guys. Because honestly, without you guys, as mentioned, none of this would have fucking happened. None of us, we wouldn't want to come out with season fucking two, bitch. So other than that, don't forget to follow us at all of our social media so you can get updated on season two of Let's Talk Menejadas. Don't and, forget. Um, go ahead and comment down below what was your favorite part. Come back mm -hmm. up, click that like button and the subscribe button. And, and we'll, we'll see you guys, guys in season, season two. two. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>